One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spocher. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Emil A.S.H. recording on Labor Day 2023. It's May 1. Uh, a lot of things happened over the last 24 hours. Uh, we'll probably get to the good stuff that lang in the live stream or maybe in Rowan's uh, Patreon review since that's where we normally keep the local wrestling bits. Unless uh, you have anything you want to get out of your system, Emil A.S.H. Oh, no, no, no. You talk your talk. It's your first wrestling yeah. event ever. Wrestling in your face. So talk your <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, yeah, it was so fun. Like from beginning to end, I had so much fun. Um, the crowd had a different energy to it. You know, like the yeah, like I said, nung una, hindi ako makasabay nung una because they had it's like the crowd is its own monster, its own, like, yeah, <laughs> its own like little that. beast. <laughs> yeah, and um, and you sound nung ring talaga. Like it's so it's much louder in person than you would watch on online or even on TV. So. Um, sobrang fun experience. Um, every every wrestler from from beginning to end, they really delivered in my opinion, and uh, sobrang saya and uh, sulit sulit yung bayad and time for my first uh for my first wrestling show. So that was. So I want I want to ask you something. Although we can probably get into this more a little bit on on Thursday, but I wanted to ask you since it's your first time to see live wrestling in front of your eyes. Because uh, I, I believe I had my own revelation then when I first saw a local wrestling show. Not not Joshi Jam, not even the WWE stuff, not even WWFX, but an actual local wrestling show. And did it change the way you saw our homegrown performers and you know their particular skill level? Like did it did you get a newfound appreciation for what what we do? Definitely yes. Because again, sabi ko, it's different from just watching online than to being there watching it live. So I think the criticisms kasi na some of the wrestlers are aren't that aren't on that level yet where they could be presented on on a national stage on online. But when you when you watch them like all of them are like most of them are all of them are really good and they're trained well. You know they they're trained well. They can take bumps really good and 
may mga like the the moves like parang I know the goal of wrestling is to not hurt your opponent, pero when you watch it, it looks like it yung mga moves it hurts. So the yung argument na ano script yan, di masakit yan. It's not valid because when you watch it and you you're right there ringside, mapa may mga times na throughout the night mapa ouch like oh oh mga ganon so man I've gained a much deeper appreciation for for the wrestlers who go go out there uh 15, 20 minutes uh every, like uh every night or for some wrestlers uh every month to take that as much bumps as they can so respect all right. Uh, as someone who's not from Metro Manila, babalik balikan mo ba yung Manila just to watch local wrestling? <laughs> oh, the, yeah. I promised to myself after wow. last night, definitely. Because I mean, I have the means now to go that's back good, and forth. Yeah. No, I mean, like, so, uh, you, nakangata tayo sa buhay. Eh. Uh, yes. <laughs> nakangata tayo sa isayan. No, yes, no, you, you are the first, you're the second person for them who I know will travel to Manila every month now. Or, you know, At least every month. At least, just, yeah. At least, just to, uh, yeah. Just yeah. to participate in the local wrestling. So, yeah, sana because, mas pang yeah. yeah, definitely. That's, uh, I think, yun din yung goal ng companies to really grow. And, uh, and if they keep delivering events like these every month, then there's no doubt it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. Well, we're gonna try. Uh, we're gonna yep. do our hardest to make it worth the travel <laughs> and what you end up having to pay for the tickets. No, um, I'm I'm just glad you guys were there for uh, for my return. Um, yes, <laughs> you guys were able to see that live and in the flesh. So thank you for being there. Thank you for enjoying it. All right, uh, let's get some business at hand. Uh, again, we're recording this on Labor Day. It's a holiday. Uh, you're probably going to be listening to this on May 2. Um, I just want to say it's my radio anniversary, and I didn't get to say this on the podcast, but uh, doing the podcast, especially the live streams every Thursday, has kind of scratched that itch that I have to do radio or live programming. So always thankful for the podcast, always thankful for you guys, my co-hosts and the listeners, for um, giving us the opportunity to keep talking about wrestling like this because for me uh, as someone who was um, taken out of the industry not by my own choice uh, it, it's great to be able to have this avenue to just scratch that itch so let's get right to it let's get to our picks of the week um, we're going to start with Chinos and uh, he's not here on the pod uh, because he is down with the sickness uh, so his pick for the week or pick of the week is Samoa Joe's appearance on the Twisted Metal, uh, Twisted Metal series on Peacock as Sweet Tooth. So this was um, something we saw online when uh, Twisted Metal released a teaser for the series and you could actually see Samoa Joe as Killer Clown or as as uh, Sweet Tooth, the uh, Killer Clown of the series. So um, it's not Samoa Joe's first foray into acting because he has been doing some voiceover work but of course, doing the voiceover work and actually being on cam even though Uh, Joe has a mask in this one. Uh, if you remember, he did voice King Shark in the Suicide Squad game that came out about a couple of years ago. Uh, so, what do you guys think of this one? Have you guys played Twisted Metal? Because I, I know of the game, but I never really uh, engaged with it. My guy, that is like the first game I ever got for the original PlayStation. Yung Twisted Metal 2 was like the first original CD I got, along with NBA Live 97. So, uh, I am very familiar with the source material. Um, on on that note of Samojo playing the character, he is playing the character on screen, but he will not be. Ironically, he will not be voicing Sweet Tooth. So, apparently, Will Arnett, whom most of you will know better as uh, 
Bojack Horseman will be voicing Sweet Tooth, and I cannot, for the life of me, put those two together because uh, I know what Sweet Tooth is supposed to sound like, and it's not supposed to sound like Bojack. Ne, so, na lang. Uh, did you watch the Lego Movie? Because he was Batman in the Lego yeah. Movie. Malapit ba yung voice niya to from Lego Batman to Sweet Tooth? Hindi so dapat ganon eh. Like uh, yung yung Lego Batman. I heard Lego Batman, the Lego Bruce Wayne, and medyo may pagka gruff, understated thing pa rin. But it's not supposed to be gruff and understated. Like it's supposed to be menacing and you know, menacing and nasty and freaky. So uh, I don't. So basically, know. Samoa Joe when he called out for Wendy, AJ's wife. Oh, parang ganon siguro. So I don't understand why they didn't use Joe because it's pretty clear by now the most that Joe is a voice actor. So that's um, that's something I will be tuning in to see but I will tuning I will be tuning in because it's twisted metal and because uh it's Samoa Joe and because uh see uh what's his name is going to be <laughs> Will Arnett. No 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 uh, Will Arnett. Uh shit I can't Why can I remember Falcon's name? Him. Anthony. Anthony yeah, yes Anthony. yeah. Yeah, so it's Anthony something. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Mackie. Anthony yeah, Mackie. Jesus go. Christ. <laughs> that, that was a brain fart for a Marvel fan like me. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. And uh also I don't I don't know if people are gonna be major raging about this because Sweet Tooth is also pretty jacked in the games, and then Samoa Joe is not quite that uh that kind of body type, although yeah. I respect his body type. So uh are we gonna get our, did did people complain because oh Twisted Metal's woke because uh Sweet Tooth is a uh, is plus size. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, this is gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm more curious to see if they're gonna be billing Joe under his real name or under Samoa Joe. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Shoot name yung gagamitin. Um, I mean that sucks because he owns the name, right? So uh, he might as well, uh, you know, get more popularity off of a mainstream audience using his ring name. But yeah, uh, ikaw Emil, any thoughts on Joe making his debut on Peacock in a different property? Ito, in general, lang, ah. like um, as long as uh, wrestlers have uh, work, na hindi sila like to take bumps, I'm always happy for them. So um, yeah, so plus I am too young to get <laughs> yeah. the twisted metal. Yeah, references. you are. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, marami tayong mga references lately, whether on the pod or on the patron Discord, that uh, just evade you because of your youth. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next pick. Uh, this is mine, and it's from NXT Spring Break-In. It was the mixed tag match between Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley versus Brooks Jensen and Kiana James. And I've got to hand it to these four because I've been very much uh, invested in their story. Because it's basically a teleserie playing out on wrestling. And when we try to explain wrestling for our non-wrestling fans, na family members or friends, but the best way to explain it is it's basically a teleserie aimed at wrestling fans. And this is exactly it. But you have uh, a relationship, you have cheating and heartbreak and best friends falling falling out with one another. It's such a clear long-term story. There's a clear good guy and a clear bad guy. And you have the seeds of dissent. You had the M- MVP and Matt Hardy arc for Fallon and Kiana. Then you had Brooks Jensen transforming. Parang ugly duckling na biglang naging bougie douche. And it was so quick, but also it made sense given the story that they'd been telling all this all these months. And I also appreciated how 
we all knew naman na Kiana James was messing around, but there was always that little room for for mystery. Na parang, what if she isn't messing around? What if uh, Fallon Henley and Josh Briggs really were just assuming the worst of her without getting to know her? Na malaman naman ng natin uh, in the end na she really didn't love Brooks after all. And I appreciated yung emotionality of it afterward because Brooks Jensen went from being such a smug asshole to his friends. And then nung binreikan siya bigla ni Kiana in front of the full sale crowd or the, the CWC crowd, he turns into a sad puppy dog. And then Josh Briggs turns from this really angry guy upset that his best friend turned into this person he didn't know. Biglang put his arm around uh, Brooks. And I half expected Brooks to like push the arm away tapos makikipag-away siya lalo kay Josh Briggs, but he didn't. So it was a nice way to subvert my expectations and uh, kind of tell you that these are people, these are human beings with a genuine uh, heartfelt story, kahit papano. And even though it was kind of hokey, I appreciated the notes that they hit to get to this point. Yeah, uh, no, I'll be honest. I got work. Um, I thought uh, I thought the Keanu James and Fallon Henley thing was going to be a thing. Because I'm still not sure character development ni, uh Ni Kiana James and um, the the porn acting got me, guys. Uh, I will admit, <laughs> um, it got me. So um, the porn acting also took it to the next level with all the stuff that you mentioned. Uh, um, there was actually a humanity, uh, a low key humanity written in those uh, things. Uh, it didn't quite follow wrestling logic this time. Now, okay, just because uh, you turned. You turn into someone I don't know. You will stay that way, and there's no room for you to be redeemed. So that's pretty cool of them. And whoever is in charge of really writing uh, the the creative for NXT right now, I think that was a pretty good thing to do. Pretty good story to really tell. And I also want to point out that this is what happens when there is no pressure for any of these people, guys and girls, to to get called up to the main roster. So I think our our biggest problem with NXT from way before, uh, from its very uh, beginning as a developmental territory, is that anything could be rushed or cut off because of the threat of being called up. Yeah. And when um, there are people who aren't there yet, not because they're bad, but they just aren't there yet. The Pasilla ready for that big time. There is space to just, you know, let the story play out and have something nice a little bit. Maybe it won't be everyone's cup of tea, but there is room to just let it breathe and hit the notes that you want it to hit, as as you said. So kudos to them. Uh, I also want to point out how great both Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen are in the ring. Uh, super underrated. Yeah. Um, people don't really think of them first when they think of a good tag team wrestlers in NXT right now, but uh, they are solid hands. And uh, contrary to what I said, I wouldn't be opposed to them getting called up. Anytime yeah, I know spiritual successor in your Bradshaw. Yeah. In, in, a, in a manner of speaking. And see, Brooks, Brooks Jensen but, uh, got so much better uh, from the very first time we saw him. So I think yung bougie version of him as well was also like a test run to see if he could flourish under a different gimmick. And I think he did. And then they just cut it off to serve the bigger story at hand. Yeah. You got me, were you invested in this arc? Honestly, yes. like It's just there. You know, you're just watching it. And then... Week week by week, I'm starting. I was starting to be invested in it, uh, and up until this point where it finally blew up in a tag match, and I actually like the 
we had a definitive end to this rather than dragging it na you know like dragging it way too long so they finished this feud i think at the right point at the right moment in, at the right moment then and um ngayon lang ako nakita na sa wrestling na a tag team would break up and then they would have one match tapos sa tuloy batina ulit sila so yeah yeah so, diba? so, nga, it's very non wrestling <laughs> logic yeah that that's why i Siguro I wish for more storylines like this kasi naka-relate yung tao. Like, let's be honest, most wrestling storylines, like, you couldn't really relate it in, a, like, you couldn't really relate it in your everyday life. Like, you, like but this this one is an exception. You could, you could see situations like these happen in real life. And I have seen situations like this happen in real life. So, um, so... Kudos to the four of them because they really made this storyline work. When at first no one really, I think no one really saw that this would be as good as it it was. But yeah, credit to four of them. Well, that was a great tag match and a great resolution to to this story. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next to all four of these players uh, down in NXT. Let's get to one more before we cut to break here. And uh, this is Rowan's pick. It was the finale to MWF Kasaysayan, particularly the main event. Jake DeLeon versus Ken Warren, two friends of the pod. Uh, we celebrated two things during this match. Una una, 100th match ni JDL. Pangalawa, it was the swan song for now for our good friend Ken Warren. So Rowan says it really uh, evoked a lot of emotions for him. And just the fact that Ken Warren is no longer in the Philippines makes him sad. Shepard, uh, all of us would like to see Ken on top in his final match, but uh, that that was not meant to be. Anoren, double in for Rowan because our boy was actually there in the crowd live as it happened, and he got to watch it again when uh, MWF released it on Gank. So he didn't expect na. Uh, JDL and Ken would take things to another level and like brawl around the crowd. And uh, he even uh, shares dito sa notes natin that JDL accidentally bumped into him. So, ano yun, uh, did, did Rowan get caught in the in the shot? <laughs> uh, I think so, yeah. Because um, the ca- the cameras are following. Uh, so, it would be pretty hard to miss if. Uh, <laughs> tao pa naman Rowan. Oh, so yun yung debut in local wrestling. <laughs> if one day. One day Rowan ASH becomes a wrestler We can look for this clip and say This is where it all began um, Rowan continues that Ken really gave it his all Because it was his swan song And it's like um, uh, Shawn Michaels took over his body And JDL being the heel that he was Really punished Ken Warren Which uh, made Ken Warren uh, more rootable in the end And Rowan even goes as far as to say That this is an early contender for match of the year At least for MWF uh, Igoro, what do you think uh, since you call this match live? Oh, I can't say anything about this. Like, I'm part of this. Um, I cannot give real comments about it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Because siempre, uh, delicadeza. But uh, one, the only thing I will say is I wish it had happened under better circumstances. Like, uh, we knew, now we know that our friend Ken only had like um until last week because he literally left last wednesday yeah and uh mwf's first taping was this so there was no chance for him to have had it in a place like yesterday sa power mac mm-hmm. uh, in, in a much better crowd that wasn't tired yesterday so i just wish that that momentous match happened in a in a time like yesterday's show, so you know, um, uh, it the the circumstances of the last taping were not the most ideal, and um, even though I'm talking around it, a lot of people will agree from uh from the company. So um, even though um, it was a well wrestled match, I feel like there is a chance it couldn't be fully appreciated because of the factors that you know were just there, unfortunately, at the time. Yeah, di lang talaga mapipigilan. Uh, Emil, did you get to catch this when MWF live streamed it on their Facebook? Yes, I did. And shout outs uh, mga nanonood as well. Um over I think uh over 500. Uh, yeah, yeah, over 500. Yeah, 500 yeah. at one, one point. Yeah, so shout outs to everyone who uh who watched uh, the match. Kahit the um, haters, a shout out mo. <laughs> nah, nah, not the haters. I don't have time for them. <laughs> um <laughs> my haters ka ba? No, 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 no. no. The, the the live stream was also full of haters. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I heard. I heard. There was this one guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about him. But uh, I, I would. I would actually agree with with Rogue. I say uh, when Ro- Robin and I were talking last night, he said that uh, the tapings for Kase Sign went all the way until ten or eleven or nine. Oh, or something. <laughs> like sabi niya na, sabi niya, like na siya, na So yeah. Um, yeah. So. I understand why the crowd was the way that was uh how it was during the match. Cause I mean, you know, it was the, literally the last match of the tapings. But it's it's it still uh, was a great match. I like the finish where uh JDL literally put Ken away with his own finisher. So that was a poetic uh thing right there. So and also I also agree with Ro. I also wish na he could have had Ken Ken Warren could have had his last uh last match with an environment like yesterday, but it is what it is, and I'm still glad that we at least we got this match. Yeah, I'm I'm just echoing everything you guys have said. Chepra, we're friends of both these guys, and uh, it's such a big deal then for JDL uh, to not only be Ken's opponent in his final match in the Philippines for now, but also to be celebrating that milestone, 100 matches. Which, 100. if you're not familiar with the context of the local scene, whether you're in the Philippines or not, is really a big deal given the. Uh, lack of frequency of shows, diba? Hindi naman yeah, natin uh, gusto na it took JDL 10 years to reach 100 matches. It really just is what it is. 
Yeah. Uh, to give a little more context to that, I am what nine. I was only what seven or so five. Uh, around six or so years, five years in my in-ring career. Uh, when we stopped the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I'm only at fifty-five. Wow. Um, yeah. Only, yeah. Yeah. I. I. When When JDL counted his, I counted mine as well. But, but, <laughs> okay. Just, okay. No, just to see where I was at, and I'm okay. only at fifty-five. That includes um, uh, wrestling abroad. So mm-hmm. to get to that point where JDL got, um, you really have to wrestle, find a way to wrestle outside here because it just won't do it. <laughs> it just really won't do it if all you got is wrestling here. Um, that ties in into a lot of the um, different mindsets surrounding Philippine wrestling. It's because of that uh, we're still at a young infancy stage. And not as developed as we should be, but you know it's a whole systemic thing that I believe Emil and I already got into a long time ago. Yeah, and yeah. I'd rather not get into it now. But that's the context of how we're only at you know how um, someone like JDL is only at one hundred or hundred one if you count hundred one match yeah. yesterday. Yes, yeah, ganun talaga. Uh, you know, if if you don't want to go back and listen to what Rowan Emil had to say, it's on just TikTok. the fact na oh yeah on on, on TikTok, you know, just the fact na. Uh, w- walang regular TV deals, diba? Dun palang it's hard na for every wrestler to get their reps in, and then it costs a lot of money to even mount these shows to begin with. So, um, convincing advertisers and sponsors to put their money behind an art form or an industry that they don't fully comprehend, diba? So, ang daling sabihin na oh, go get a TV deal, eh, nabawasan pa ng station sa TV, diba? So, um, sobrang ano talaga, sobrang daming balakit talaga for local wrestling to really get off the ground as fast as we would want it to. So, um, my hats off to just every performer in the local scene for you know um continuing to bust their ass out there because it is difficult to get the reps that someone like JDL has gotten. Yep. I, I hope I hope someday now like all of all of the local wrestlers can reach a 100 match match mark. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that, that'll be better for everyone, mm-hmm. even the people Amen. we don't like. Yeah, even the people we don't like. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we get back, Emil and Rose picks of the week, they're on deck. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to the second half of our picks of the week episode and let's get to Rose. Yeah, my pick of the week is from NJPW. Uh, It is the junior heavyweight tag team match. Tag Team Championship match, rather, between the United Empire, Francesco Akira, and TJP versus Two Fly, Kushida, and Kevin Knight. So, pretty fun stuff. Uh, for those who are unfamiliar with how NJPW structures their shows, or there are big, big events. I won't call, I won't call them pay-per-views because there are specifically shows that are pay-per-view and there are big events. So, it's Feels like a pay-per-view, but it's not. Those are some of those. And then there are smaller shows that feel like house shows, but are also kind of consequential. Because they serve as like the analog to Raw and SmackDown to that builds up to the bigger show. So on this particular show, the road to uh, NJPW Wrestling Dontaku, which is happening, I believe, soon. Either a few days or... It's May's pay-per-view or May's yeah, big event. May's big event. So uh, last Friday's event, they had a tag team championship match, junior heavyweight tag team championship match. And to put it simply, Kushida and uh, uh, Kasiori Shibata's boy, Kevin Knight, um, won the championship. So this was a big decision. Because, um, one, it's a road to big event show. So 
nobody really expects a title change like this. And uh, it was wrestled as though it was a big event. So that was pretty cool. And you can see, um, if you're not familiar then with how the junior heavyweights do their thing on NGPW, it's pretty much uh, the cruiserweight style on steroids. So that's pretty fun to watch. And well, it, it's nice to see Kushida get his flowers again, especially after a long, long road, a long kind of an exile in uh, WWE NXT. And uh, one of... Um, the LA Dojo products in Kevin Knight to get a a turn with a championship, even if it's not even if, even if it's not like the biggest championship, it kind of proves that the LA Dojo works and uh, New Japan's um, progression or expansion in the West is uh, there's something to be said about it. So pretty standard stuff, uh, but you know that's not reducing it in any way. It's pretty great stuff, and well, it's a fun match, especially if you guys have missed. Watching TJP wrestle, despite my feelings about him, I did actually miss uh, watching him do his thing. And yeah, it's pretty refreshing. But uh, for our listeners of the podcast who aren't as invested in New Japan or its championships, every time uh, the junior heavyweight tags are being mentioned, natutuwa ako because it takes me back to how I first got into New Japan, which is yung mga fatal four ways about the start of Wrestle Kingdom for those tag team championships. You'll have teams like Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Those two are my favorite teams in those cluster Fs, for lack of a better term. So, uh, it's, you know, our, our friend Robbie Eagles has also held this championship alongside Tiger Mask, of all yes. people. So there is, uh, there is prestige behind the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. I will say that. Mm. Yeah, uh, this one is fun. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's big then because, uh, sorry, sorry, Emil. The, okay. This United Empire Subunit has also <laughs> um, had one of the longer reigns. So, medyo big deal na, na, na talo sila. And ironic, I mean, strangely, on a smaller show like this. Okay, Emil, go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, I am continue to be impressed by United Empire. Like, um, yung all of their all of the, their uh, will in the uh, main event scene, and they got Aussie Open uh, in the uh, tag heavyweight scene, and even uh, TJP and uh, what was the same? Uh, Akira, Francesco yeah, Akira. Yeah, Francisco Akira. Um, as I watch more NJPW this year, the more I am impressed with this whole faction. Because all of them can really go. Walang, walang someone who's like uh, bad luck Fale who's. Oh, whoa, 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 sir! Who, that's wait. not. That's not disparage the head trainer of the, uh, of the New Zealand dojo. I, I mean, I mean, you, you get what I mean. Like no, all of them can no, 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 no. Oh, I don't get okay. what you mean. All right. I don't like, agree. They, they, so talk your no, talk. I know. I know. I know. Parang, I know. If that you're gonna talk head, shit, young buck, you better back it up. That that is because the head, I, that, because the head I, trainer of the New Zealand dojo. Maybe, yeah, maybe just because I don't like his style. Like oh, I, I'm okay. not saying I'm not saying like he, okay. he's not that good. I, like young style, I say na gusto ko. Like everyone in the like everyone in the United Empire, I like how all of them wrestle. Like there's no there's no someone. Um, uh, I don't I don't I don't I don't want I don't want to watch his match or I don't want like okay. I don't like his style. Young young ganon. That's why I'm. I'm really impressed with United Empire and Siguro, they could they could get another crack at the junior heavyweight tag uh TJP and, and Akira. 
But Kevin Knight, really also really impressive. Also my first time seeing Kevin Knight in action. And I like yung finisher nila ni Kushida. Like very unique. I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, it being done before. So that was a really good match. And while I was watching it, I thought the match would just, would just go about like 10, 10, 12, 12 minutes. And then they keep, you know, they keep, uh, have they have this crescendo where it would... Uh, go up to a point that uh, you know I would I am already popping uh throughout the middle until the end of the match. So um for a road to uh New Japan show it was really good. Yeah yeah as a road to wrestling Dontaku um yeah. from April 27th that's when this match aired. All right uh let's get our final pick of the week and it's yours Emil. All right so my pick of the week uh this is from SmackDown uh during the draft uh last uh last Friday uh, it was the the main event of SmackDown between uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Title. So this is a rematch from main event of WrestleMania Night One, and you know it wasn't as great. I mean that was a five star classic, but this this one was still good. It wasn't as great as the WrestleMania main event match, but it was still a great uh great bout between these two and i i love how the usos acted throughout the night uh they were they they had that promo where um they were trying they were basically enumerating ways that they were trying to contact roman reigns but you know, roman really doesn't want to talk to them oh, you know, no <laughs> yeah and um plus you could you could you could see even though the usos are like confident and all that you could see it in their eyes now that this match is big. That if they lose this match, there might be a chance that their their spot in the bloodline, you know, is in jeopardy. And I was afraid that Solo was gonna get involved again because that has been the theme of their matches recently. But uh, thank God for Riddle as the equalizer. Yeah, and, they, they, I just wanted to cut you in yeah. real quick. Um, I wanted to point that out because say they conditioned us that Solo was going to do yeah. something and they yes. did and then they played on that expectation by having Riddle come in and finally foil him to say oh that's yep. a big moment uh, may may ponting build up and resolution yun. yeah but also yeah. the the involvement ni Solo the way I was conditioned is he wasn't going to attack KO and Sammy he was going to attack the Usos, Usos in the event that they you know lose which they did so the disappointment on Solo's face it was very layered because you didn't know if it, it was a, a, a sigh of relief, I guess, that he didn't have to uh, turn on his brothers because Riddle got to him first. Or parang No, but he still could have, though. I mean, why, why did he, if, if that was what he was going to do, then why would, why would he stop? Because there's no airtime. Oh, there's no airtime. He was there. He was still there. He was, he was still there. He was still there. He was still there. He was but yeah, something I enjoyed about uh, this whole match and the segments leading up to it is how um, Paul Heyman and Solo were literally stabbing the Usos in the back. Like yes. they were conducting their business literally behind the Usos. <laughs> and then tong kambal naman, alam mo walang kamuang muang. Uh, parang halatang gagaguhin na, na kayo nitong dalawa that's and no, they had no idea that's why that's why Paul told Jimmy to watch the show diba? <laughs> 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 but yes uh, it, it is kind of slightly concerning that the Usos are being made to look stupid here but... yeah diba? they look so naive yeah yep. yeah. But anyway sorry Emil you weren't done sorry Um, 
again, I'm just so glad that KO and Sami retained. Uh, like we, like I said on the stream last Thursday, it was way too early for them to lose the tag team titles. Uh, plus, mas interesting yung storyline now na the Usos lost another opportunity uh, for 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 the tag team titles and they are in hot water uh, in Roman's eye. So interest, I'm interested to see where this goes. It, it, as far as Solo turning on the Usos on that episode, inisip ko din yun una, but then I realized, oh, they still have that six-man tag at Backlash. So maybe would it make sense there? But maybe it's a backlash. Maybe something will go down there. So yeah, I actually agree with that. Um, and again, uh, before that, um, yeah, I, I mentioned I believe last week, na, uh, the whole thing, the whole Usos bloodline story is predicated on them losing this this rematch. So, yes. uh, because they lost the the rematch, now we know for sure na uh, may yari talaga may. Uh, even though you know that that wasn't ever in doubt, you know <laughs> something big is happening, and everyone would be stupid to 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 not think that it wouldn't be happening. So um, only the Uzos are apparently dumb enough to not think nothing is happening. Yeah, uh, somebody gonna get their ass kicked. Yeah. In the immortal words of Three Six Mafia. Although although uh, at the end of the show there was this look on Jay's face, na he kind of he's parang alam na na he's in trouble. Nah. Yeah, because they finally failed for the last time. Because like okay. uh, after that, they won't know like one where when they would ever get another shot, right? And two, they have already failed so much. So adam there is no coming back from this. Yeah, my reckoning talaga from uh, the tribal chief. So there, those are our picks of the week. If you have any of yours that you'd like to add to the conversation then please hit us up as always at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok and keep engaging with the pod on social media uh, Facebook, Instagram and Spotify it's at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast you hear it every week on every episode so I'll just drop the link really quickly here patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast if you want to be part of our growing discord community as well as our watch parties and the upcoming pasabais which should be happening again at least once uh, once more this calendar year uh, individually on social media you can hit us up it is at eml underscore meister at monday night rowan at china supersized at rowis war and at underscore stan C. we will catch you again this thursday at 7pm on facebook and youtube for our weekly live stream Thank you so much to our uh, team over at PNA, all of the producers and all the staff for all of the work that they do behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, we'll hear from you again on Thursday when we get together. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.